T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back with you on the John Chuckery Show, live in the Kia Studios, Tuesday night with you. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Chuck always gets first request. A little Rihanna to get us going, as she is going to be the halftime performer at the Super Bowl this year. A little diamonds to get us cranked up and going here. 404-741-0929. That's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you are on the go. Social media at 9 on the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm at JMCH316. Don't forget, 1040, we were going to do rank them, so hit us up with your list on the text line or hit me up on my Twitter page at JMCH316. Um, good news all the way around for the Braves as they win tonight 8-2 to two over the Nationals. Muller didn't pitch long enough to get the victory. Colin McHugh takes the victory tonight. Uh, he goes to 3-2 and two after an inning in the third as he relieved uh, Muller in the fifth inning. So, uh, Braves clobber. Um, Harris, the big uh, Harrison and Ronnie tonight. Ronnie had two homers. Ronnie was two for five, two runs, two RBI, couple of home runs. Michael Harris was two for five, two runs, couple of RBI. Um, he's having an outstanding run here at the uh, at this late in the season. You know, it's crazy to think he's got over, you know, he's got the 20 steals. He's got 19 homers. He's got 64 RBI. If he'd have been up here since day one, might be a 25 steal, 25 homer, 100 RBI guy. Crazy. Crazy. Bullpen did its job tonight. McHugh gave up the only two, or sorry, Muller gave up the only two runs, four and two-thirds, six hits, two runs, four strikeouts, and a walk. So there you go. Uh, Day-Day, our buddy Rusty on the text line brings up a good uh-huh. point. Christina Aguilera, that'd be another good. She uh, didn't do the Super Bowl? Not that I know of. That would be another good. Uh, See, I, I don't know why I always thought she she would be great. Yeah, she would be really good. She'd be great. I thought she did the Super Bowl before. Now, you are our Marvel movie yeah. resident expert, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, did you see Ryan Ryan Reynolds' tweet from a few hours ago? No, I missed it. What is, is he a Deadpool update? A little bit. He's got a minute and a half long video, uh-huh. and, and this video's already gotten seventeen point four million views on it already. Oh wow! He what? does he does a minute and a half, and he kind of updates people on how Deadpool three is coming along. Okay. okay. And he jokes about running out of ideas. And he talks about him coming up with all these ideas. And then toward the end, he goes, 
yeah, I've got nothing. And he <laughs> and he says, and he and then he goes, he says, well, I've got one idea. And Hugh Jackman walks behind him in the background, and he goes, hey, Hugh, you want to come back as Wolverine one last time? And Hugh goes, yeah, sure, why not? And then he goes up the steps. (laughs) So people are going to go crazy. Well, I I mean, they're making it teased as if he's going to come back as Wolverine one last time in Deadpool 3. Which, look, with all due respect, he has to do this. That's going to be funny to see how they do that, Because that's the ultimate we have to have the payoff. Like, we have to have the – even if – Look, even if it's only five minutes in the movie, yeah, we have yeah. to get that payoff, yeah. right? Yeah, there has to be the Wolverine in Deadpool three payoff. Yeah, yeah. There's no I'd way agree. that you can't have that payoff now at this point. Yeah, because you know it's obviously it was obviously teased in the last Deadpool movie, right? They used the footage from the uh, Logan origin yeah. story and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, you have to pay it off with him. Yeah, even if it's just something simple, it has to pay off at this point, right? Yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Now you got me looking for the tweet. <laughs> yeah, just go to Ryan Reynolds' Twitter account at Vansity Reynolds. Um, this was from. Oh yeah, Earth. he's trending. You just go to Twitter and he's trending. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, and then and then check out. It's only a minute and twenty some odd seconds, but it's awesome. And look, they have to pay it off. You you have to have Hugh Jackman come back for Wolverine one last time to at yeah. least be with. You know what? Honestly, I don't think it'd be one last time either. Honestly, with the way Marvel's doing things. Well, I don't know. You know, again, you know, they're they're gonna bring back supposedly the Marvels. Uh, they're the um um the X Men '97. You know, yeah. is the next thing that they want to incorporate in. I don't know. I mean, there's there's so much stuff going on. I mean, I've seen a couple more previews of this Black Panther movie, and so supposedly that's gonna have Submariner is gonna be in that movie. Yeah. You remember the character yeah, yeah. Submariner? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that I, I remember that character. Yep. I mean, so that character's supposed to be in, yep. but it looks like the sister's gonna play T'Challa. Yeah, because in the comic, if you well, yeah, in the comics, she there, she when he dies in the comics, she does re, uh, take okay. over the because they are so going to acknowledge kinda, yeah. that he dies. They're yeah. going to acknowledge that T'Challa dies, yeah. and looks like she's going to take over. But Submariner is going to be yeah. in this, which I like. I said I remember that character mm-hmm. from that was Marvel's answer to Aquaman and all that uh, that stuff. I yeah, mean, with the fins and the flying and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so that that comes out. Uh, when does that come out? Is it next uh, month or November? What month? Yeah, I think it's November. I think it's November. Yeah, it's, November. Yeah, I think it's not October. It's, right. I believe it's November. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's November that that the next Black Panther movie um, comes out, and then that will wrap up this phase of Black Panther, or not uh, this, um, whatever this, this phase, is phase of Marvel. Five. We are in phase four. That's okay, wrapping so up. Yes. It'll it'll wrap up, and then start of next year, they're going to get into um, because She Hawk and in Black Panther are the last two things to wrap up phase four. And then Phase 5 will start early part of next year. Yep. And I think that's going to be Captain Marvel and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, the Marvels. Like, um, it's a lot. It's it's a lot. Too. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a, a lot. lot. Yeah, they as they say at Starbucks, there's a latte. Okay? So <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a lot to get into. But but this is going to be the last big Marvel movie for this year and obviously closes out this chapter. But I thought that was cool that that – yeah, that Ryan I just Reynolds. saw that. Yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Reynolds teasing with, uh, yeah. and he's got Hugh Jackman in it and everything like that. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, again, they have to pay it off to me uh, at this point. And it's probably not going to be what people are hoping, unfortunately, but hey. Well, you never know. Look, those guys are really good friends in real life. I right. mean, they, they're yeah. very close. I don't, I don't think that Hugh Jackman's going to do a whole Wolverine movie with him in yeah. Deadpool 3. 
but those movies are good for some cameos and stuff yeah. like that. So I could very much see him taking, you know, just a few minutes even yeah. and just yeah. because when they did the cameo in, in Deadpool 2, they just used the movie footage from the Wolverine right, the origin actual, story. Yeah, exactly. yeah, they just used yeah. the origin story because because Deadpool's in that exactly. in that movie, yeah. you know, and that's not, that wasn't a very good movie, that that origin story of. Yeah, that was the Fox. That was a Fox property, unfortunately. Oh, is that what it was? Is that yeah, why it was that not? wasn't? Yeah, Marvel Studios had nothing to do with that. Well, that's true because they don't. They didn't have anything to do with all the early yeah. X Men stuff. Mm-mm, nothing. Yeah, yeah. That, they haven't really had much to do with the X Men stuff. So anyway, um, but that that's a pretty cool tease. All right, let's uh, let's quickly grab here a college football roundup. It's time for the College Football Roundup. A complete look at all the collegiate football action. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Well, not good news around the University of Georgia program is um, uh, Javon Bullard was arrested and charged with seven misdemeanor offenses, including uh, DUI. Now, he's been their primary nickel starter this year in their defensive backfield. So, arrested early Sunday morning, charged with seven misdemeanors, including DUI under the age of 20, according to police reports obtained by the Athens Banner Herald, pulled over around 3 a.m. Police officers noticed Bullard driving without his headlights. Bullard subsequently swerved into oncoming traffic near to causing an accident. Blood alcohol level was 0.143 and 0.148, according to the report. Now, I know some people are going to say, oh, in the old days, they wouldn't have pulled him over. This, Yeah, but when, when you're swerving in traffic and you almost cause an accident and alcohol is involved, you have to arrest somebody at, at that point, right? Said um, the school in a report said that we're aware of the reported incident. Uh, limited in what they can say, blah, 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 blah. He's from Milledgeville, Georgia. Um, had three tackles in the win over uh, Kent State, but been playing, uh, you know, in the nickel, really has been their starter at nickel over the first few games, you know, here, 12 tackles in uh, 14 games uh, last year with uh, with Georgia. So um, I would imagine he will not be available on Saturday against Missouri. So that that's, uh, that's what I'm guessing uh, at this point. Um, Tyke Smith was the other nickel. Wasn't he the transfer from like Virginia or something like that? He came over from Virginia last year with Darian, you know, Darian Kendrick and Tyke Smith were the two big transfers that came over. So Tyke Smith most likely will get the start at nickel if Bullard is not available. I'm gonna guess that Kirby's not gonna play him on Saturday. Not after not after DUI and and all that. Something else maybe, but this is DUI. You swerved into traffic. You almost caused a couple of different wrecks. I know people are gonna say, oh well. The cops used to not, okay, different times in a different kind of set of crime, I guess, uh, if you will, for uh, all of this. Now, the hurricane is definitely having an impact. Um, obviously, Hurricane Ian that's moving into the Florida region, having a different impact on what's going to happen in the world of football. So here's what we know. Central Florida and SMU were scheduled to play on Saturday in Orlando. That game has been moved to 1 o'clock Sunday. So Sunday at 1 o'clock, UCF and SMU will play. As of right now, I know Mike Bell, I think, is going down to Florida State to take on Wake Forest, but there's been no change in that game as of right now. But Dave Clawson did have this quote. He's the Wake Forest coach earlier saying, quote, you certainly hope that the ACC will make the right decision. If they don't, we will. We're not going to travel down there and put anyone at risk. So we'll see what that means. But as of right now, Wake Forest, 
Florida State in Tallahassee is on, but Dave Clawson had that. Florida scheduled to play Eastern Washington. That game has been moved to Sunday. So originally scheduled for noon Saturday, that game will now be on Sunday afternoon as well. Um, South Florida, who's in Tampa, they will move their game against East Carolina to Boca Raton, and they will play at Howard Schnellenberger Field. So that's FAU's home stadium that they will play, who is not in town this week because they're in Texas taking on North Texas. So that's a 2 o'clock game on Saturday where it was supposed to be a 7 o'clock in Raymond James, now 2 o'clock on Saturday, but in Boca Raton. So we talked about South Carolina, South Carolina State. That game is going to be played now Thursday at 7 o'clock. Um, no word yet as to where um, or, or who's going to cover that game, but that game will be at Williams-Brice Stadium, but instead of being on Saturday, it'll be Thursday at 7 o'clock. So as of right now, there's a whole bunch of changes going on with, with all this stuff, and We'll see. I'm, you know, because now they're talking about the Dolphins and Buccaneers will be impacted by all of this, and you know, where they going to go in this and the other. I guess it kind of figures Florida State, the one team, saying, "No, nah, we're going to be here. We're going to be good. We're going to play and all that." And Dave Clawson saying, "No, if if something goes on, you know, we're not going to be there. So you better figure some things out." All right. Bad news for Texas A&M. I watched this game on Saturday. A&M beat Arkansas. Came back. They were down fourteen nothing in a blink of an eye in that game. And they came back and beat um, Arkansas in that game. I think 23-21 was the final. But Ania Smith, the outstanding wide receiver for Texas A&M, and, and obviously their best, probably, you know, maybe next to a chain, their best offensive player, he uh, will miss the rest of the season with a leg injury. That was kind of a nasty injury. I watched that, and they rolled up on his leg from behind. Not intentional, but he just got caught in a situation where he got rolled up. He was blocking on a play. And they were coming at him, and they just rolled him up on the back of his leg and things like that. And uh, he was a captain last year, um, been a four-year um, starter, uh, you know. And look, they they said he can come back next year because of extra eligibility, obviously with the COVID and everything like that. But he is also a prospect potentially in the NFL draft. But this certainly won't help his draft status or anything like that. So uh, we will see. But a terrible blow for. The AM, who by the way, AM's offense has not been good um, this year as well. So now here's the funny thing. I, I thought this was funny. Oh, you know, Georgia got a scare from Kent State and played him close. How good of a program do you have where you commit three turnovers and win by three touchdowns and people have angst about it? Committed three turnovers, win by three touchdowns, and people are like all upset. Georgia's still number one in both polls. Bama, Ohio State. That Ohio State game was one of the ultimate drubbings. Like, Wisconsin was so outmatched from their player personnel. That wasn't even fair what Stroud and those guys, you know, did to them. USC hung on for win. How about Tennessee, man? That was a terrific game to watch. And Hendon Hooker is an outstanding quarterback. Look, they're not going to beat Georgia but they have the kind of offense that you if I'm Tennessee and Josh Heupel when that game comes around, I'm going to take my shots at Georgia. I can tell you that. I'm going to let my quarter I'm going to tell my quarterback go out there and go get it, son. 
And if they beat you, they beat you. Okay? But I'm not going to hold anything back in my gun barrel or my gun chamber. I'm going to tell Hendon Hooker, go out there and do what you do, son. Go huck it around against him. And if you if you screw it all up, then you screw it up. But that's my only shot is let you go out there and do what you do best, and that's huck it around. Come out hard and fast. Yep, yep. I mean, that could be a very intriguing game for, for Georgia, at least what their defense looks like. All right, when we come back, Falcons' thoughts, first chance to react to it from what we saw on Sunday. Chuck Green, the Key Studios, Sports Right After the Game, Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nine, the game back with you, Joe Brown, like a music hour rolling right along. We're headed to the top of the hour, of course, and we're going to get the JR Sports Brief in then. Don't forget, we got Rankum coming up at 1040, so hit us up with a list at 404-741-0929 at JMCH316 on Twitter. Don't forget the stations at 929 The Game on Twitter. Hey, don't forget, too, Thursday, we have all of your NFL action on Thursday Night Football right here on the home of the NFL, 92.9 The Game, two in the Dolphins, Tango with Joe Burrow, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Coverage begins with pregame at 7.30 from Westwood 1, right here on 92.9 The Game. Braves uh, do take care of business tonight. They win. I did not see. I should have probably looked real quick and see if I can see. Uh, eh, can't do all that. But anyway, uh, I'm trying to see if the Mets lost uh, or not, but we'll find out that before we get to uh, rank them coming up here at, uh, at 10.40. So, look, Falcons get their first win of the season. Now, first thing that stood out, and we talked about this earlier in the show, is the pettiness of Arthur Smith. After all the heat and criticism that, petty, that, that Arthur Smith took about Kyle Pitts, this offense comes out 
And first play from scrimmage, first offensive play from scrimmage for a team that wants to be a power run first team, they come out and huck it downfield to Kyle Pitts. Now, they missed the play, but four of the first seven plays in that game, Kyle Pitts, four of Mariota's first five passes were thrown to Kyle Pitts. Parker Hesse caught one pass. No, sorry. Anthony Fersker caught a pass on that first drive, on that first touchdown drive. And other than that, the first, uh, the other four passes of his first five all went to Pitts. Now, that's not random happenstance, coincidence, just one of those things. Well, it just so happened. No, it didn't. That was a concerted effort. Most targets of the game. Yeah. Now, by the way, too. Pitts had five catches on for 87 yards on eight targets, which now means this. When Kyle Pitts has 80 or more yards for the Falcons in a game, Falcons are 4-0. Just a sidebar. Now, let's go back in time, Day-Day. Let's travel back in time All right. to 2015. Okay. Dan Quinn's first year. Yep. Kyle Shanahan's first year as the OC. Mm-hmm. And they're about middle of the season, and – all the chatter was they're not targeting Roddy White. You got Julio and Roddy, right. and this would end up being Roddy's last year. And, in fact, he blamed Kyle Shanahan for his, you know, being let go from Atlanta and this and the other. Well, Shanahan was taking a whole bunch of heat about not targeting Roddy. Why is he not getting any targets? He's one of our best receivers of all time. And so they played Arizona, and he got two targets. Then they had a bye week. And they came back the following week at the Georgia Dome, Mm -hmm. and they played the Indianapolis Colts, who were quarterbacked by 40-year-old Matt Hasselbeck. The first three offensive plays in that game were passes to Roddy White. Mm -hmm. And they threw, I believe it was, like five of the first eight plays targeted Roddy White. In fact, Matt's first five passes in the game were all to Roddy White. So don't tell me that coaches don't listen, coaches don't hear, coaches don't have some pettiness. It's not random happenstance, circumstance, just one of those mysterious things. And I have no problem with it because, as we said, when Patterson, when Pitts excuse me, gets 80 yards or more, the Falcons are 4-0. So, obviously, he plays a part in helping them win. So, for everybody out there that says, oh, there, there was nothing to Hogwash is what I say. Hogwash. You don't target a guy four of your first seven plays and have four of your first five passes all go to one guy unless that's exactly what the plan and the scheme is. And, again, I got no issue with that. It's just funny how we go from zero to 1,000 in just an instant. Now, a couple things. One is, thought the Falcons were outstanding on their offensive line and running the football. 31 carries, 179 yards. They averaged almost six yards per carry and picked up a couple of rushing touchdowns out of it. And Patterson had a long run of 40 yards. Patterson was outstanding. And he's on pace for 1,700 yards right now. He's not going to get that, but he is going to run for over 1,000. And he'll be the first guy since Devontae Freeman in 2016 to run for a thousand. When remember Freeman had back to back years, but those were a thousand, like a thousand fifty six one year and like a thousand seventy two the next year. Nobody's run for twelve hundred yards for this team since Michael Turner in two thousand eleven. 
1,200 yards in 17 games is not a staggering number. You're not obviously averaging even 100 yards a game. Patterson right now is the number two rusher in the NFL, only behind the guy coming in this weekend, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb leads the league in rushing. Patterson is number two. Now, the other thing about this, too, is there is a noticeable pattern that Marcus Mariota's attempts are going down. But we talked about this specifically last week. The Seahawks are not a good pass defense. They had not had an interception for the season until Marcus Mariota threw that pick right before the first half. Didn't hurt him or anything, but that was the first INT. And they were also the fourth highest yards per attempt pass defense in the league. Well, guess what? Mariota had the highest yards per attempt of any quarterback in the league this weekend with 11 and a half. But the other interesting part is this is now three consecutive games where Mariota's pass attempts have gone down. 33, 26, and then 20 in this game. And he was 13 for 20. So I'll take 65% completion for 11.5 yards per attempt on just 20 passes. I'll take that all day long. Because the less Marietta throws and has to throw, the better this offense will be. With London and Pitts, look, with Drake London on the touchdown, one hot read, cuts in, throw, go, off we are. That's all that Mariota needs to do. He doesn't need to sit back there for an hour, read and sort out the defense and go through progressions. Hot read and go. Some play action, go. Run the football effectively. And what did we say? That if you can control the line of scrimmage in the NFL on your offense and your defense, and look, we'll talk about the defense in just a second, but if you can control the line of scrimmage and you can run the football effectively, you're in every game. Now it comes down to, can I get a play from my quarterback? Can I get a play from my defense? Well, your defense gave you some plays. Because at the end of that game, for a team that could not get pressure at all on Geno Smith, who hucked it all around, he had 325 yards on 44 attempts, 7.4 yards an attempt. That's a really good number. We'll talk about that in just a second. But they came up with two late sacks, Carter and the big play by Grady, and then Reggie, um, <laughs> Richie Grant, but said Reggie Grant, Richie Grant with the INT to seal everything. I thought the defense, when they needed plays, was terrific. Now, they do have to work on their pass defense. I thought A.J. Terrell, and look, we, we talked about Terrell and Casey Hayward have not been that good. But the good thing is they're creating some turnovers. They got another pick uh, the Falcons defense did on Sunday. So another, another interception there. Obviously the Grant play to seal the victory. But I thought Terrell played better. He made some nice plays. Casey Hayward's got to play a little bit better. We'd like to see a little bit more out of him. But Rashawn Evans was a tackling machine in that game. I thought the interior of the defensive line, especially Grady. And look, the reason Grady can get three is because Taquan Graham played really well, and you get some of those kinds of plays from those guys that, that can help Grady out. You let Grady do his thing. He had three tackles for loss. That's what you want to see out of Grady. I'm not worried about sacks out of Grady. I want those blow-up plays in the backfield from Grady. Because that also helps change down and distance as well. Now, this is the fascinating part. Next week at this time, Falcons have a lot of decisions to start thinking about. Because come next week after that game, 
All the IR guys are available to come off. Deion Jones is eligible. Isaiah Oliver is eligible. Marlon Davidson is eligible. Jalen Mayfield is eligible. Are any of those guys going to come back and play at all? Because here's the thing. If they bring them back and they let them practice, they have to be on the 53-man roster within four weeks after that, or they are back on IL and they are ineligible for the rest of the year. Would it surprise anybody if Deion Jones is either not brought back on off of IR or he gets traded? I wouldn't be surprised. I'll give you my other prediction. I think Jalen Mayfield is either going to the practice squad or he'll get released because Colby Gossett played well. And Elijah Wilkinson has played well. Lindstrom's been outstanding. McGarry's been fine. And Dolman's below average. But again, that Spider-Man meme that I do, yep, that you, I'm you, you're me, I'm, okay, that's Dolman and Hennessy. Everything that I tried to tell you about for Dolman and Hennessy, they're profiling exactly the same way. Hennessy's, you know, Dolman's not all that good. By the way, you know, you know what his overall grade is for the first three weeks of the season? Mm-mm. 46 and a half. <laughs> that makes him a that makes him a be, uh, below average starter, meaning that he shouldn't be starting. That yeah, means he's that, got he's got backups ranked higher yes, than him. Out of 44 centers in the league that are graded, Dolman comes in at 40th. 44, so that means there's 11 ahead of him. Uh-huh. 11 backups. Yep. And he's backups. and he's 40th. Was that tell you? That's <laughs> not a good place to be. So they still got a little bit of trouble up the middle and obviously him snapping the football. We're not quite at James Stone and Mike Person just yet. You know, the quarterback's not having to catch one hoppers off the turf just yet, but he did snap it into a guy and had a couple low snaps. His snaps leave a lot to be desired, but He's got an athletic quarterback that can grab those things. But there's a lot to like, and I thought that this was a must-win game for the Falcons. You needed to get your fan base engaged. You needed them to give a reason to come out on Sunday and watch it. I don't know what's going to happen. They may get crushed by the Browns. Browns have a dominant offensive line, a great defensive line, a good secondary, the best running back uh, duo in the NFL, and a quarterback who's making some plays. Say what you will about – uh, oh, God, uh, Jacoby Brissett. But he, he played well last Thursday. He did what they needed to do. But at least this team showed it could close out a game. And, again, it was another one-score game that the Falcons found a way to win where they've been outstanding under Arthur Smith. That's the number one difference between what's the Dan Quinn regime and what's the Arthur Smith regime. It is very simple. The Falcons are drastically better in one-score games. They were dreadful under Dan Quinn. They've been significantly better under Arthur Smith. And guess what? Most of the league is one-score games. I saw a thing the other day, Day Day. 56% of the games have been decided by seven points or less. 35% of the games in the league so far have been decided by three points or less. So more than a third of the league has been decided by a field goal and almost six out of ten games have been decided by a touchdown or less. Yep, That's the NFL. It's not blowout city every week. So good all the way around. We get ready for Falcons and Browns. Don't forget, we start off with the Wade Ford tailgate show. We'll be normal time. So we'll be 11 to 1 before we – or sorry, not 11 to 1. 9 to 11. Then 11 to 1 will be your pregame coverage. 
And then 1 o'clock, Dave and Wes have the call. Don't forget, we will be out at the Smooth Lot. We'll be right there on Northside Drive, right across. And I may bring my daughter down. We're going to eat some tailgate food. They got I, I, some good stuff. I won't be able to join you because I'll just be leaving here at like 6 well, in the morning. So I brought my daughter <laughs> – uh, the first game of the year against Saints, I brought my daughter a plate. She loved the food. Yeah. And I said, why don't you come down with me next time? We'll get it nice and hot. Yeah. She's like, okay. Yeah. So I'll probably bring her down on Sunday, and we're going to eat some tailgate yeah, food. Yeah, she, she'll, she'll enjoy it. Yeah, she'll have from, fun. Appreciate Steve Ewing and the Wade Ford crew as always out there. All right, rank them coming up next, 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. We'll be back. Sports right after the game, the Odyssey.com app. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Key Studios. 404-741-0929. Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. If you want to hit us up with a rankum list, do it there. At JMCH316 on Twitter. You can hit me up there. I got some on my Twitter page already. And, uh, of course, the uh, station's at 929 the game. All right, so we said Braves did win. Mets lost 6-4. to four. So it is officially a tie for the division lead. Now, I believe, am I right on this day, Dave? I believe that Jake Odorizzi is going to pitch tomorrow. I believe that was the initial. Because they brought up Muller tonight yeah. to pitch this game. So I believe tomorrow in the finale that, let me just check real quick here. I'm looking. Yes, as of right now, Jake Odorizzi is going to take on uh, Josiah Gray. Can I tell you, Jake Odorizzi is as bad a starter as a He's the Patrick Corbin of the Braves, for sure. <laughs> anyway, we used to have a little bit of fun on the week. So the Braves Braves win, Mets lose, 6-4. Here we go, division tied. We used to have a little bit of fun on the weekends. We would uh, pick Hugh's brain, pick Randy's brain, learn a little bit more about the guys. Sometimes we gave him a list of things to put in order. We decided to steal it. We call this segment Rank Em. Got to let it ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, JC. So um, we've been talking about a lot of current event type things and whatnot. So um, let's start off here. Um, natural disasters. We're going to go natural disasters with the, uh, you know, obviously Hurricane Ian so and we're everything. Going, so it, we're going to do natural disasters. That was... That was typhoon and that was earthquake. <laughs> that was the natural disasters. Remember that tag team? Yes. That was typhoon yep. and earthquake yep. were the natural disasters. <laughs> All right. So real quick, if you could be positioned somewhere safely to watch these things in action, which ones would you kind of want to see? A hurricane, tornado, earthquake, or tsunami? Oh, I want to see a tsunami first and foremost. That would be pretty mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see a big tornado too. Okay. Let me see. Um, what was the other one besides the hurricane? Earthquake. Let me see an earthquake three, and then I've seen hurricanes. So okay, we okay, can, you we seen, can, okay. Yeah, we can we can skip over that one. I mean, it is sort of what it is. I mean, so, <laughs> it, right. it's like a it's like a you know next level rainstorm and stuff like that where it just 
the winds and the rain yeah, and everything like yeah, that go at a yeah. different level. My folks have a place in Fort Myers. In fact, my mom was texting me during the show about, thank God we're not down in Fort Myers right now yeah, or whatever right, like that. Right. So. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. Uh, leg day, chest day, cardio, biceps, triceps. You're going to the gym, rank them. Oh, biceps, triceps all the way. Okay. Um, leg, what'd you say? Leg, cardio, Yo, and chest. Give me cardio two, chest three, and listen, in the immortal <laughs> words, listen, Day Day, in the immortal <laughs> words of Road Warrior Hawk, it's an upper body business, baby. Right, right, it's right. It's an upper body business in the words of Road Warrior Hawk. It's an upper body business. You can save that leg day for... For the very end, it's an upper body business. Well, that was that was a famous line from Road Warrior Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so we've got you know the whirlwind of college coaches being let go. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Brian Harson has not been let go, but obviously he's, he's all eyes are on Auburn yeah, and what's going to ha- you know he's go trying. down. Yeah, he's that was listen, hard. listen. Saturday, Missouri. If that kid doesn't drop that ball, <laughs> that listen. Let me tell you this though. That game also set football back 70 years. Yeah. Like, they should have played that game in leather helmets. Yeah. (laughs) All right. But uh, you are the hottest coach, uh, you know, college coach to be had. Which job is most desirable for you? Arizona State, Georgia Tech, Nebraska, or Auburn? Auburn's the best job of those. Okay. That's one. I'll take... I'll take Arizona State two. Okay. I'll take Tech three, and you got another coach at Nebraska to to take you to national title status. Yeah. I yeah. I, I really do believe that. Yeah, All right, okay. from our buddy Marco on my Twitter page at JMCH three of one hit wonder day earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Lynn got to be real. Quiet mm-hmm. riot, come on, feel the noise. Aha would take on me, and been loving you. She's by the way the mother of. That girl from Saturday Night Live yeah, that was in um, Bridesmaids. Uh, gosh, what's her name? Uh, gosh, I can see her. I know. Hey, Rudolph. Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Yeah, yes. Yeah. She's the mother of Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Yep. I think, did did Stevie Wonder produce that record, Loving You? I don't know. I have to Google that. Let me, let me see. Loving All right. So you, yeah. on, this, on this list, give me Aha, Take On Me. Give me Loving You by Minnie Ripperton. Give me Got To Be Real. And I didn't really like Quiet Riot all that much. Come on, feel the noise. Bang your head. Eh, you can have all... All that stuff. Yeah, see, my buddy Alan uh, on Twitter, uh-huh. the, the, he just texted me or tweeted me a picture of the natural disasters, typhoon and earthquake. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, from Alvy Cohen on my Twitter page, at JMCH316. Rank these rivals of John Freaky, Furman Bisher, Howard Cosell, Chris Berman, and Bob Costa. Well, Furman Bisher for sure, number one, because mm. he would have been local here. Um, give me Howard Cosell, number two, because he would have been very cantankerous to him. Give me, give me Bob Costas three because he'd have thought he was smug, mm-hmm. and give me Chris Berman number four. Okay, all right. Uh, one, uh, from our buddy Matt Ryan, the real Matt Ryan. By the way, uh, I you know I didn't get very many tweets or texts about Matt Ryan's performance this Sunday. I wonder what happened. Did he did he win? Yeah, they 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 oh. pulled it off. This well, who who they beat? They beat nobody, right? Yeah, no, they beat Kansas City. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, they're pretty good, huh? <laughs> oh, well, they must have. They would they. Matt probably didn't have a hand in them winning or anything like that, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. Oh, he, he just let him on a two-minute yeah, two yeah, drive? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he threw the touchdown pass? Okay. Yeah. All right, gotcha. He was 73% completion for two touchdowns and no picks. Anyway, mm. Priest Holmes, Sean Alexander, Jamal Lewis, Tiki Barber. Um, 
I'll take Jesse's the local kid here. Yeah. I'll take him one. I'll take Sean Alexander two. Okay. I'll take three. And I think Tiki Barber was always overrated. I'll put him at number four. Okay. Okay. All right. And real quick, uh, yes, uh, Loving You was written by Ripperton and Richard Rudolph and produced by Rudolph and Stevie Wonder. Yeah. So I thought, I that because yeah. you know, she obviously died very young. Like, that was her yeah. only real hit. And she died yeah. very, very young. So um, I, I thought Stevie Wonder had a hand in, in all that. So. Yep. All right, what you got? All right, ready to go to your gram? It's up. All right, let's do it. Uh, first four, first four. You got at the, T-H-E, dot Alexa, A-L-E-X-A, uh-huh. dot gray, G-R-E. G-R-E-Y? Y-Y, yeah. Oh, two Y's at yep, the end? should be two Y's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, we got her. All right, yep. and then at... Uh, wow. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goodness gracious, she's healthy. <laughs> hey, it's getting uh, cool outside. Yeah. <laughs> All right, at B E A T R I X Griffin, or I'm not sure, but anyway, G R I F F I O E N. G R I F F I O E N. E-M. Let's see if that one pulls up. Okay. Beatrix. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. We got her. All right. And then Char, at Char, S-H-A-R-R, uh-huh. two underscores. Uh-huh. All right. That, is that it? Uh-huh. Okay. At Char, two underscores. I love how these girls come up with some I know, of these. Right? Like, I have no clue. Oh, it's private. Uh, that says private. Oh, she uh, there's uh-huh. no. Is there an O end on the on the end of it? Uh, no, Char it should just underscore? be S H A two R's and then two underscores. Uh, I found her with no problem. Let's see if I can see images of her. It might be because you're not logged into that, and you gotta be logged in. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, okay. But S H A R R underscore underscore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it uh, it it comes from me. It comes up private. Yeah. What's your final one? All right, and then uh, at K I N G J N Y A. What is it? At King? What was it? The next and, part? And then J N Y A. Y A. All right. Yeah, we got that. Janaya is what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Um, all right. So since Shar uh, is gonna go number four, I tell you what. Give me Alexa Gray all day long. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's number one without the, without much question on it. Um, actually, give me Beatrix number two. Okay. And give me Janaya number three. All right, nice. And nice. for whatever reason, Shar did not let me uh, come into her uh, page or anything like that. All right, all right. I got four more for you, real quick, because I know all we got to right. go. All right, yep. here we go. At C A R L Y Y. C A R L Y Y. Uh huh. Okay. H A R T. Okay. H A R T. Is that it? F I T. Fit. Oh, fit. Okay. She um, should pop right up. Fit. Oops. T. Uh, okay. Harley Hart Fit. We got that one. Got it. All right. Yep. Next one is Claudia. C L A U D I A. Mm-hmm. Dot. Y. Hang on a second. Uh oh. Okay, dot, then what? And then Y Sosa. S O S A. Okay. All right. We've got her. All right. And then this one, I'm just going to spell it out R A I I. Mm hmm. 
S S A M A R Q U E S S. All right. Got her. Yep. All right, and then last one, Rebecca, which is actually spelled E R E B E C C A H. Okay. Or no, I'm actually well, H E B E R T. So I think it's actually Rebecca Herbert. H E R B E T. B E R T. B E R T. Okay. Uh, and fitness. F T N E S S. I'll bet. I'll bet she's all about the fitness. Oh, she is actually. Um, hold on. I think I spelled that wrong. At R E B E C C A H H A H E R H E B H E B E R T. Yep. Fitness. All right, there we go. Oh, she's an online coach. Yeah. Well, thank God. Well, she you can, know, she's a, she, yeah, she can coach. Yeah, things, she can huh? coach. <laughs> coach him right. up. Put me in the game, yeah, coach. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know what? I am going to go. Man, I tell you, I'm going to go Carly Hart number one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Claudia Yvette Sosa. Okay. Number two. Okay. And I will take Rebecca Herbert Fitness. Mm-hmm. She helps women become confident, strong, and healthy. I'm sure she does. <laughs> and then uh, I think it's Raisa Marquez or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. is her uh, name. She'll go number four. So right. there you go. That's a rank them for a Tuesday. We'll come back, wrap it up with a love TKO. Sports right now to the game. Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.